Are you looking to enjoy the best of British food and drinks at a great price? Then you need to head over to Elephant and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash in Chicago, Illinois. You have happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. where any snack and share item of $11 or less is half price and domestic droughts and house wine are $4. Think that's great? They also have fantastic daily specials. There's one and done Mondays where a specialty craft keg of beer is tapped at 5 p.m. and it's poured until it's gone. Pints are only $3 and the keg rotates every week. You have Tin Up Tuesdays where all tins, or cans of beer to you American dummies, are 25% off. If you like wine, then you'll love Wine Down Wednesday where glasses of wine are a dollar off and all bottles of wine are half price. Thursday is Locals Only Day where select Chicago droughts are $5.50. And if you like brunch, Elfin and Castle has you covered. Brunch runs from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and you can have mimosas and Bloody Marys for a mere $5. Come on down to Elephant and Castle and enjoy some great drinks and delicious food and tell them that Mind Gap Podcast sent you. Hey there. We really appreciate you listening to Mind Gap Podcast. If you've listened this far, perhaps you'd be willing to listen a little further and do Justin and me a huge favor. If you like Mind Gap Podcast, please do us a solid and head over to wherever you're listening to this, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and leave a review and a rating. This helps us tremendously to get more visibility. Also, feel free to share us around. Find us on our social medias. Look for our Facebook page. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MindGapPodcast. And spread the word of MindGapPodcast. Lastly, if you'd like to reach out to us with a suggestion, a thought, or anything else, feel free to email us at MindGapPodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Thank you for listening. Mind Gap Podcast. Wait for it. You gotta wait for it to come on through. You gotta wait for it. Boom, boom. Gotta wait for it to come on through. Uh oh, poor connection. The video will resume automatically. There it goes. You're making. You're putting too many syllables in there. It's. It's. You gotta wait for it to come. Oh. You gotta wait for it to come. Uh huh. Real big. Oh you gotta no. Wait for it to come. So uh-huh. huge. So yeah. Huge. So huge. In your yeah. pants. Yeah. In your pants. In your pants. You got, oh, that's not Oh, good. God damn it. Any good. You, God, good. Justin. Ugh. That, because my porn was on that. And I just muted mine because I just expected something else to pop through on mine. And then I'd have to be like, oh, never mind. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> oh, Doug, we. <laughs> so have I told you about Mona? No. Who's Bona? Okay. So Mona's uh the nickname oh, Mona. for our next door neighbor. Uh oh. Mo- yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ugh. So our next door neighbor uh is uh is no stranger to the uh the um cardinal sins, the uh, the sins of the flesh, if you will. Sins and, of the father. Uh, and she she um she's very vocal. We'll just say that. She's very you know she's what? she, she, Good like, for she her. likes to let people know. That she's having a good damn time. Good for her for enjoying her life. And so we'll be we'll be hanging out in our bedrooms. Share a wall. Oh nice. Okay. Oh yeah. And uh, I, I would love nothing. I would love nothing more than if she was walking by in the hall right now and completely heard this conversation. And you're just like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> but our bedrooms share a wall. Her bed is butted up against the that wall, the shared wall. Uh huh. So we'll often hear her, uh, you know, in agreement, in passionate agreement with whom, whomever she has over. <laughs> passionate and, agreement. And uh, sometimes the other night she got. Uh, I don't know if they moved the bed closer to the wall or what, but <laughs> I I feel like they were practicing carpentry at the same time. Oh man! And it was going pretty damn good. Uh, 
for a long time, and I gotta I gotta give the guy credit. Like that was that was very well done, very ah, impressive. That's overrated, man. I'm sorry, and, <laughs> it's overrated. <laughs> but I told Beth, they said what we need to do is every time we hear her just going, just moaning left and right, we just on our side, in between her moans, we need to go baka, 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 <laughs> as loud as we can and just pull them out of out of the moment. <laughs> I would love nothing more than if you just hear uh and then on the other side they're they're just like huh? wait what was that? Bugga, bugga, bugga. Bugga, 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 bugga. Oh my so god! I have no idea. I almost actually called her Mona one time. Hey Mona. <laughs> I saw we she was we were going to work in the morning and I saw her at the elevator and she's like hey and I'm like hey hey. <laughs> I stopped myself on the M and I was like oh your name is not Mona that's just what we call you. That's just what we call you. That's right. And that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know what, though? Why is it that guys feel like going forever is, is you know, like the dream? It doesn't have to be, you know? <coughs> it, I mean... It doesn't have to be? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I feel like that's, the, that's sort of like... like Okay, let me back up. Let me back up. Yeah. You should try to go long enough to please your partner. That's the goal, all right? That's the sure. goal. You want to do that. Sure, you want to sure, make sure, sure that yeah. you're in good spirits, you know, that everything's going well. Um, but the idea that you have to go for like an hour and a half, it's like, <laughs> it's like, no, nah, man, we got, people got shit to do, man. Every, every, no one's got that kind of time, People right? have chores. Like, there's <laughs> things, you got to pay taxes. I mean, you got to pay taxes. Tax season's coming up, man. You got to get your W-2s and all your other tax yeah. documents together, you know? I mean, <laughs> I mean, God. I mean, that stuff's not going to take care of You got to get the car washed, you know? Yeah, look, I mean, the, the carpet has to be shampooed, and that's not a euphemism. Dude, you've got to get salt. You got to go out and buy some calcium chloride, you know? The yep. good stuff before the next storm comes or you're not going to find Got- it. You don't have an hour and a half to spend just banging, man. No. You've got you've to make sure that you uh, tend to your grassy watersheds. Grassy waterways. Grassy waterways. <laughs> I, one day I'm going to get that reference. You, you'll get I, it one I, day. I, I always say it wrong. <clears throat> Regardless, Jill just got mad somewhere and she doesn't know why. It's because you said those magical words. She hates <laughs> it when I talk about grassy waterways. Drives her nuts. <laughs> Drives are absolutely nuts. No, I'm just saying, like, hey, look, you don't, you know, hopefully you're longer than a minute. You know, you don't have to be, you know, you can be quick and effective, though. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, I mean, I think Missy Missy Elliott told us that she don't want no one-minute man, right? Yeah, it's, of course. Like, no one wants to be like, nah, I'm done. You know, especially if you haven't put right. in the work. You know what I mean? You got to you gotta do some good foreplay. Make sure they're satisfied. Make sure everyone's happy. And at that point, it's just like off to the races. Do what you got to do, man. You know? All I'm saying, all I'm saying is this... <clears throat> Whoever the partner is, I gotta give. I I'll, I will give him credit because he's doing his job. Good for him, man. You know, good for him. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yep. And you know, yeah, it's just one of those things where you know sometimes I've watched porn and I'm like, this is a 35 minute video, and this is like what they what they took out, man. Like they edited some shit Wait, out of is, this. This is edited, man. Yeah, it's like, oh, can you imagine? Like, can you imagine just? Just like okay, uh, we're gonna you come to, you come on set and you guys are gonna start you know having sex right, so you have to get in that mindset right, and you start having sex you're like cut all right let's um let's get a different angle over here, you know we gotta reload the canisters we gotta reload the film canisters we gotta why are we shooting on film <laughs> because I love the look it's a very vintage look I love the look we're shooting on seventy millimeter. <laughs> This is gonna go. <laughs> We're shooting on IMAX. It's really loud. Right. Um, if if Tarantino shot a porn, yeah, right. And it's just one of those things where I'm like, oh my god, that to do porn, man, that would just be insane to me to have. To, oh to, yeah, the thought like it'd be insane to be like, all right, now go have sex and do right. it for a long period of time. In that, I remember reading an article on Cracked where they're like, yeah, this is not. Uh, it's not easy. They're talking about right. no, like, not at all. That's why that not everyone. Everyone's got that fantasy of oh, wouldn't it be awesome? You just get to go have sex with everybody. Dude, not in the slightest. I would be. Because, a, I would be horrible at that. Oh yeah, no. It would. It's. It is. Uh, it. It's grueling. It is an arduous process. It's not fun. It's mm-hmm. not romantic. Like there's nothing. It is. A, it is a no pun intended. A hard job. Yeah, man. That's just. Yeah. We got something. I remember I was reading a cracked article about this, and I think it was from. A woman in the industry, and she goes, you know, when you're given like filming a blowjob scene, and it goes on for an hour, she's like, your mouth gets tired, 
And before sure. you know it, like you can't open your mouth as wide. And before you know it, you're just scraping your teeth along the dude's dong because it's the best that you can do. And no Sounds one's like enjoying that. Yeah, no one's enjoying Sounds that. Like a great at time. all. And it's like, oh god damn! Like what a ugh. It's just brutal, man. That's just brutal stuff. Speaking of brutal, how the come you're not fucking excited about Avengers Endgame, man? What's up with that? <laughs> all right, so I. It's not that I'm not. I'm definitely. I want to see it. I'm. I'm like. I'm ready for this. I'm ready to see what's going on here. But <clears throat> the first off, I'm not. I'm not thrilled with the name. The name is is uh, the Avengers: Infinity War, Age of Ultron. Uh, you know all Avengers. <laughs> Avengers. You know it, the, all those got me. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, Civil War. You know, Winter Soldier, Iron Man three. All of those names were. Uh, you know, they, 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 they fit. They got me going. <laughs> but Endgame is just, I, I know it's what Dr. Strange said. Uh, you know, I know, you know, we're in the Endgame now. I, maybe it's maybe it's a deeper reference to a comic book that I just don't get, but it just feels like it's a lackluster. I was like, I was really hoping that was the name, the fake name they'll put, they're mm-hmm. putting out, and they're like, okay, we're going to rebrand it. Don't worry. Yeah. And then um, I just, I also just feel like there's so much expectation built up for this one. And Infinity War was so good. Mm-hmm. I, it, I'm really, really worried that this one is just gonna fall flat. It's interesting because like I have no worries at all for this. Really? At all? I'm just like, nah, man. Like this, I, you know, every streak has to end at some point. You know, as far as like doing great work like they have. But um, I look at this and I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I, I it's funny because I feel like I should be worried, but I'm really not. I, well. I just look at like any time that you try, like look at the. Se- I, I look at this like I look at a season finale or a series finale. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, they're going to go on with more movies. Absolutely, that's that goes on. That you know, that goes without saying. But I feel like this is this is definitely the end of the era that that all these movies started. Yeah. Right, and then whatever we move into next is going to be the, the considered the new era. We'll always have like pre Infinity War and post Infinity mm-hmm. War or post what the End Game. Mm-hmm. So I just every time you look at a series finale, it's so hard to do that because you've built up all these, all this, all this momentum, all of this goodwill, all of these inside jokes, all of these, you know, you, these these connections to these characters, and a, to do a good season a series finale that people aren't pissed off at is next to impossible. Look at all Friends, you know, caught flack for it. Will and Grace caught flack for it. Big Bang Theory is probably going to catch flack for it. All these, you know, Walking well, Walking Dead hasn't done it yet. Breaking Bad succeeded, but I definitely there were some people who didn't weren't thrilled with it too. Sopranos caught flack for it. So all these, all these beloved series, they it's so hard to. That's why on a sketch, when you're writing a sketch, they say the hardest thing to write is the end. I just I feel like this is the period at the end of the sentence, and I'm really hoping they're going to be able to deliver on this one. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. And you just compared Friends to uh, Avengers Endgame. I just want to make sure we're right, all on the same page. How fucking dare you? And Will and Grace, you are. How dare you? You're welcome, America. Oh my God, um, we're making America great again, right on this podcast. Woof, MAGA, MAGA, come get your <laughs> SAGA award. I don't know. Mm. Mm. Okay, mm. I'll take it. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I it's funny because Natalie's been interested in uh, Avengers as of late. Now she's into the movie Smallfoot, which okay, whatever. <laughs> Comes and goes. Yeah, I, it's one of those oh, movies. How, how far we've fallen. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Smallfoot. I like it right now, but I'm feeling that pretty soon I'm going to start hating it because she wants to watch yep. it all the time. I'm like, all right, it's still enjoyable at the moment, but then I'm like, God, this is going to run its course. I'm going to fucking hate it. I'm going to start picking Doug, it's it apart. it's the Moana effect. It is. You had the same thing with Moana. It is, I'm, and I'm feeling that because I'm like, the music's catchy. You know, you got James Corden. You got Channing Tatum. You got Zendaya. You got Common. You got some really good voice actors in there. It's it's a it's a pretty decent conceit, but then I'm like I'm gonna start fucking hating this. I know it, but anyway, I dig- I digress. Um, but watching Avengers, a lot of times made me realize how far Marvel has come over the years. True, true. Because I remember, um, it would have been you know, seven years ago, we were getting ready to watch Avengers one, because I remember seeing yeah. the Super Bowl promotions for that about shit in my pants when I got to see Hulk jumping up in the air and smashing one of the Chitauri right. jets. I'm like, oh my God. And when I watched that movie, 
And then I watch Infinity War, which I did recently. I'm like, I see how far they've come with the entire franchise of movies, and it's really goddamn impressive. It is so impressive because you see a Captain America that's young, young he's always young he's plucky he's excited to be there everything like that and then you get to see the fact that he goes through winter soldier he basically destroys shield he goes through civil war he goes all that sort of stuff and you get to see where he's come same thing with loki because you watch that he's the villain of avengers you watch thor ragnarok i'm like i like loki he's a pretty cool dude to the point in infinity war where he sacrifices himself you know has a full turn of like trying to stab thanos in the neck but right and not only that, but even then, in that movie, he makes a joke that echoes years past, which is, we have a Hulk. That was the first line uttered right. in Avengers in that movie. He reiterates that line that was said to him. I'm like, all the stuff is connected together. You see Thor and how far he's come, or hasn't come to some degree. Still a hero, yeah. but still cocky. Yeah. You yeah. know, you get to see all that sort of stuff just like exist. And together and to be put together in such a strong way. I mean, the Guardians of the Galaxy and everything. I'm like, man, I have faith, man. I have faith. I was really concerned about Infinity War just from the side of, dude, there was a ton of characters. Oh, yeah. No, look, they, the Russo brothers knocked out of the park with like getting everyone's great. The best thing they did, and we talked about this, was, was compartmentalizing them. Yes. That was the best thing they could have possibly done. Smart. It was very smart. And when I see, when I saw the first trailer for this, I got, you know, real excited. It was very sad. It was very somber. And then the Super Bowl ad was very much like, you know, it was it was 30 seconds, so it wasn't much, but it was just it is very simple voiceover, you know, and it just gets me pumped up because you see them like going into action. You don't get to see much. Right. I don't want to see much. I really like I was telling you off mic, I really hope they don't do another full trailer. I feel like they could do that right, one yeah. and this and that's it. They probably don't need to do much other marketing for this. Like no, they can just leave no. it alone. People are going to fucking show up in droves to see this. I, they movie. absolutely will. Yeah, I, they're they're going to put out. I really hope that they are going to put out one more trailer. They, they like, you know they're gonna. And I really hope that they do another thirty second teaser like this. Like if they're going to do it, I hope it's one more very in in the vein of the Super Bowl ad. Yeah, I mean, really, we're about two and a half months out. So is that it? Yeah, man, April twenty sixth. So. Damn! It comes out, and you got Captain Marvel. So oh, what, okay, I wanted to talk about that real, real quick, mm-hmm. um, and we can come back to our our thoughts on yeah. on uh, you know what it's going to be and all that. Why do you think? And and Rob actually, Bob brought this up to me um, when we when we were talking about release dates, and I was like, uh, he's like, well, when does Avengers come out? It's got to be like June. And I said, no, I said it's in April. And he goes, but Captain Marvel's in March. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. And he is. goes, why? He goes, why would they schedule a month, of, literally like a month apart? Why would they schedule two giant releases? He goes, I feel like they're robbing, they're taking money from themselves on that. Absolutely not. And I and I actually kind of agreed with that in the sense that, like, why would you not let the, why would you not let the Captain Marvel train ride through, like, you got March, April, May, late May, you release the Avengers and do a, you hit the summer season. Well, the thing is that the last few really big Marvel releases have been either early May, around Mother's Day, but then they've started moving it up to April and they've had wild success with that because essentially what they're doing is they're fucking over all their summer movies <laughs> right out of the gate because May is when all those big ones come out and they're starting yeah. it in April. They're like, I dare you to release anything. Within two weeks span either side of this. I dare you is what they're doing. They're just like going gauntlet. And what well, I say yeah, to, what I say I mean, to Captain, every- Captain Marvel is Captain Marvel is going to directly be involved with Infinity War. I'm sorry, with Endgame. Sure. 100% sure. is going to be directly involved with that. So it's also a new property. So while it will still be successful, there's a good chance it will be successful, I don't think it's going to galvanize – or I don't think Endgame's going to galvanize it because people are going to go see it because they're so fucking pumped for Infinity War, right? They're going right. to watch it. They're going to they're going to blast through that, and I'm willing to bet, and it's going to lead directly into Endgame in, in all the great ways. So I don't see it as really causing too much of a ruckus as far as like going sure. from one to the other because they ha- it has about probably four or five weeks. I think I got to check and see when Captain Marvel comes out. I think it's early March, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, check that out because 
I guess the thing that I don't. So why March eighth? Why release March eighth? Okay, so we're really we're we're Dude. weeks away from Woo. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the 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 question then begs like what? So with with, with releasing it, <clears throat> and this is and I'm talking uh, Avengers with releasing it in, in April. You're saying that they're fucking over the summer blockbuster movies, but mm-hmm. those don't usually get released until late May, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, well, I mean, what well, they're really doing not- is they're occupying pretty much <laughs> the last <laughs> half of April and the first half of May, essentially, is what they're doing. Because oh, no one's sure. going to release yeah. anything worthwhile two weeks prior. They're definitely not going to do it a week prior. That's a terrible yeah, idea. It's just going to get true, they yeah. get one weekend and then that's it. Unless it's so that's drastically different from whatever you know, you know, right. Avengers is that it's just like, and no one's going to release it week of, and even the week like, after, you know, like what what men want that could be released around. There you men. go. That'll be for Valentine's Day because yeah. that's exactly what you need to know is men just want to fuck you. That's spoiler alert. I just told you the movie. <laughs> what men want? Who gives a shit? Everyone knows. That's no secret. <laughs> it's no safe to uncrack. Everyone knows what that is. Um, D- Doug's got some. We we may have to do a, a, an entire episode on this because I feel like Doug has thoughts and feelings on this one. <laughs> well, I just remember the movie What Women Want. It was like Mel Gibson somehow being charming in that film, which was really weird. Um, somehow being charming. Yeah, it was very <laughs> weird. It was because he was such a huge prick. And he, I forget. He gets struck by lightning or some shit, and all of a sudden I, he could hear women's thoughts. Yeah, I can't remember how he gets the the quote unquote powers. And the fact that if it was like Mel Gibson playing himself, there's no way he wouldn't exploit that like to a gross degree. In the movie, because so, oh. he's an asshole yeah. in the movie, but then somehow he's like, oh well, I find out what they want. I think it's like Helen Hunt or something's in that movie or some shit like that. And uh, I can't remember who it was in that movie. Yeah. But he's like, you know, I remember he's like tap dancing and some shit with like a top hat. I don't know. It's really fucking bizarre. And I'm yeah, like, you're, you're spot on. It was how talent hunt. Yeah. Why do I remember this stuff? I can't remember really important things know. in my I, life. But for some reason, my mind was like, we should hang on to that. That's an important memory. <laughs> I saw the movie Doug, one you time. You might need this. It's like, good <laughs> Lord. And it was just like, ugh, you know, and it was like, to, like we're going to do something creative. We're going to flip it. And I think even Chappelle did a sketch about that. And during Chappelle's show. Which is like, what if we f- took that movie and flipped it and it was a woman in an elevator? All it was with dudes going like, yeah, I'd hit that. Yeah, right, look at right. that ass. And she's like, oh, you guys are gross. There's even a little boy that's like, yeah, she's fine. She's like, oh, that's nasty. I was like, there, there you go. They already did it, guys. A little, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little uh, little low-hanging fruit, but yeah. Yeah, I see what you did there. Um, but yeah, I, I think, um, you know. Well, let me, let's go through, I'm going to go through some releases here uh, around that same time. <laughs> let me know what's coming and, out. And I, I just want to kind of talk about why you think why you think they're doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so <clears throat> March eighth, Captain Marvel comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so before that, we've got uh, a Medea family funeral. That's the weekend before. <laughs> there you go. So there's that. Uh, March fifteenth, the weekend after, we've got uh, Na- uh, Wonder Park. Okay. Nancy Drew and the hit. Nancy Drew and the Hidden Staircase. Okay. And Five Feet Apart. Okay. So those are the like the quote unquote big releases. Uh, so again, nothing. <laughs> um, then March twenty second, two weeks after that, and five weeks prior, uh, we've got or no six weeks prior, we've got Hotel Mumbai. We've got Us, which is the Jordan mm, Peele movie. That was very different. Where, yeah, where'd you go, Bernadette? So Us. I think that's interesting because Us is coming out two weeks after Captain Marvel and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks, six weeks, uh, no, seven weeks prior to Avengers. So they're putting themselves in a nice little pocket there. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense, too, uh, because that's a very different movie. It's a horror film. Oh, and it's a Jordan David, Peele yeah. film. So it's something that we're – those are the things that I feel like can – those are the – Right. <laughs> I know. I know. I love it so much. <laughs> Those are the things that uh, those are the types of movies that can survive that because they are so drastically different, right? Uh, so then you've got uh, Captive State coming out after that, and Dumbo. Dumbo uh, looks like shit. It, it looks like look absolutely. And you know what? Look, I like Disney, 
Disney can go fuck themselves for all of their live action remakes. They can go fuck themselves because all right, that right there, shots fired, everyone, shots fired. That right there is such a. You want to talk about low hanging fruit, man? They're like, you know what we'll do? We'll do the exact same movie, but live action with CG because we got so much money, we can burn it, and if it fails, fuck them. You know, like because we can do it. Who cares? Because yeah. they did, they did uh, the Jungle Book. They did Beauty and the Beast. Um, yep. They're doing Dumbo. Yep. They're doing Aladdin. They're doing Lion King. Um, That's, right. That's right. And it's just like I'm waiting for the little. I'm waiting for the Little Mermaid where they actually do the uh, the traditional tales of mermaids where mm-hmm. they eat sailors. Or it's like you know the Family Guy sketch where it's the mermaid. It's like the fish on top of the human on bottom. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh my God! SNL did a, a did you say SNL? Or did you say Family Guy? Family Guy. Oh, SNL did a sketch like that. That was just fucking brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, <clears throat> so we've got uh, now we're into April. Um, now this is interesting. Uh, April fifth, you got Best of Enemies, Pet Cemetery. They're remaking Pet mm-hmm. Cemetery because why not? And then you got Shazam coming out. Dude, Shazam looks like it should be on the CW. I, I, yeah. I I'm thought very, it was a CW show. I didn't realize it was an actual movie release. I don't, I, and again, I know we, uh, Rob and I, and we'll have to have him back on to talk about some of this stuff coming up, but uh, Rob and I were talking and he's, he's interested in seeing Shazam. And no I just, shit. I the same, really? Is Rob I, interested I in seeing a DC movie? Way to go, Rob. <laughs> You're real predictable. <laughs> Look, he, in fairness, he has, uh, he has, he has, uh, he has come to uh, the logical side of the DC argument. He he agrees with us, but uh, I I felt the same way with Shazam. Like I saw that and I, I I couldn't figure out what the fuck I was watching. It just didn't make any sense to me. I like. Uh, do you know sh- about Shazam at all? Are you familiar I mean, with the character? I know it. I know enough. <laughs> <laughs> I know enough. It's 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 interesting because I, I guess I, I appreciate DC taking a more fun tone with it. You know, because everyone's like, everyone's like, DC is so gritty. I'm like, uh, I mean, but, I guess. But again, but. if that's what you set your, uh, this is where I go back to, if you're doing the shared universe, how does this fit in there tonally? It does not. I, I Honestly, I think they're going to start abandoning it, the, the shared they universe. They have to. They absolutely have to. Um, uh, so that so then you've got uh, April 12th. We've got, this is three weeks out. You've got uh, after, you've got Hellboy. Uh, you got Little and Missing Hellboy's going to so, be interesting because it's R. It's going to be R-rated movie. I am very excited about that. That'll be interesting. I I, I, I love David Harbour as, yes. the, uh, as the titular character. Yeah. Um, I really April hate that 17th. word titular. I really don't Do like that. I've always read it as like, I don't understand what it means. It's like, it's the title character. I'm just saying call it the title character. The titular. I am now going to, the titular I'm, character. I'm now going to try to use that as absolutely much as possible. Sounds like a drunk dude. Titular. The, mo- uh, it's the titular. moist titular character. The most titular character is just what I want to see tonight. Yeah. So I would say Hellboy is getting. You're you're starting to get to the point where uh, you're you're um you're going to be feeling the uh, the the beginning waves of uh, of of Avengers. And uh, you said that's three weeks out. So, <clears throat> that's uh, April twelfth. So then you got three more weeks until. See, I feel like that's uh, a good spot for Hellboy. Because yeah. it's R-rated, I mean, just, they're going to get what yeah. they need to out of it, and it's not going to go on a whole lot longer. So that's actually probably a sweet spot for it. Yeah, but I'm saying like this is like that's the beginning mm-hmm. of the crest of the wave right there. Then you've got something called Breakthrough and something called Penguins. Then you've got <laughs> the Curse. That, so that's April 17th. April 19th is the Curse of La Lamora or La Lorona. Yeah, the Curse of La Lorona, and then. April 26th is Endgame. So the two There's weeks leading nothing. up to it, it's like, you're like, wait, what is that? All right, what comes the weekend after? Or actually, weekend what's, what's, we, what's is, weekend of? It's just Marvel's Avengers. You go to Endgame. the movies, that's the only thing that's there. That is like, honestly, there's nothing else slated. Because all the movie companies you know went, what day are you releasing it? Awesome. Not we're not doing anything. We're gonna go. Dark I know that. that How much of a dick move is it for like in the past when when uh, Marvel's been like, actually, no, we're gonna move it up a week. <laughs> and everyone's right. like, God uh, damn it! I think the really the ballsiest one was I can't remember what came out, but they released a Marvel movie the same weekend as DC, and DC was like, we'll move our movie. 
It may have been Batman v Superman. I can't remember which one it was, but they basically were like, "We should, I, we should move it." I think you're. I think I remember that. Yeah. If they moved it up a week, I would feel really bad for the curse of La Llorona. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, Jack Black looks phenomenal in that movie. He really does. Uh, I had to click on it to see if Jack Black was. There. He is very much not in this movie. Um, I'm sorry. I meant Liam Neeson. That's that's closer. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, there's a limited release of something called Drunk Parents. I think we should definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weekend after, May 3rd, we've got something called The Intruder. You've got Long Shot and Ugly Dolls. <laughs> so, again... Dude, that might as well studio- be like another January, that weekend. Studios are hedging their bets. Now, this is interesting because... Pokemon is going to try to take on mm. uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, which, again, if placed correctly, could do some damage at the box office mm-hmm. because there is a rabid fan base for Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's coming out two weeks after. It's coming out on May 10th. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Because that's definitely the same crowd. 100% oh, the same Oh, absolutely. Crowd. Yeah. And that's so I, I, I think they might be hurting themselves on that one. I'm not the only one to say this. But um, Detective Pikachu looks surprisingly good, and I, I don't, I'm so I don't, mad I'm not about into Pokemon. It. I'm not into Pokemon, and I saw that. I'm like, Dad, I, okay, I guess. Yeah. Well, I like the lead actor in that because he was in the sh- the horrible show, uh, The Get Down. He played the lead actor in that, and I really liked him in it. I think he's really okay. really talented. And okay. Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, like I again, I don't know jack shit about Pokemon. I'm like, God damn it, that looks good. <laughs> I didn't want it to be good. I think I saw someone tweet. They're like, I'm so mad that right. in May, I'm going to walk up to the movie counter, put down $10, and say, one for Detective Pikachu, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah. And then we, three weeks out, we've got uh, A Dog's Journey. What, to hell? The sun is, the sun is also a star. <laughs> You're welcome. And uh, John Wick 3 Parabellum. So we're starting to, again, which yeah. I feel like John Wick 3 being, I think it's R-rated. Mm-hmm. It's, you're starting to go, kind of round out. that, And then week after that uh, is Aladdin, um, Brightburn. Oh, is Brightburn the one? Uh, Brightburn's the one that's the uh, the dark Superman, right? Which uh, Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So we got Aladdin, Brightburn, and then Minecraft the movie. Wait, and what? And then we... I didn't know yeah, that was Minecraft, a thing. That apparently is a thing, yeah. All right. And then we round out May with Godzilla King of the Monsters and something called Rocket Man. I really want a oh, Rocket Man. That's uh that's the Oh, that's the Elton John yeah, biopic. The biopic. Okay. Um I really want Godzilla to be good, but I just don't know. Yeah, I yeah. I yeah, I I think I cuz I'm wait, I guess what I'm waiting for is I want to see Godzilla and King Kong fight. Yeah, I mean that's what they're trying to I get to, see you know, him. shared universes. Yeah. My That's brother and I were just talking thing. about this the other night that Marvel is the only is the only franchise that can do that. Yeah. There's honestly every everyone else is just it they they don't understand how to work it, I think. Well, I think the problem is that now it, from my perspective, anyone else that says they're going to do a shared universe, I'm like, "Fuck off. I know what you're trying to do. You're copying." Right. It's it's you're not right. you're not even remotely trying to be coy about it. Marvel. It's weird, too, because from a business standpoint, usually it's the second person that comes. There's the pioneer, and there's the second person that comes behind that sees everything the first person does and fucks up, and they're like, cool, I'm going to learn from your mistakes, and I'm going to do better. No one else right. has been able to even remotely, remotely do what Marvel's done. Marvel took all the risk. They stumbled a little bit in the beginning, but they a little bit, and then they figured right. it out, and they've been nothing but stellar ever since, and it has become this amazing universe and no one else can do it. And right, honestly, it's un- to everyone else, I'm putting it out there. Don't fucking do it. Don't try. <laughs> don't do it, man. Just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. <laughs> You're not going to be successful. That's Just don't. Just don't fucking bother. Do something else. Do not try to copy what Marvel's doing. You're not going to win. But here's the here's the thing. Marvel, I, I, I disagree that no one could ever do this, like... Yeah, you won't be able to do what Marvel did, but to say you can't do a shared universe because Marvel owns that, I feel like that's a little short I'm not saying that they own it. I'm just saying don't fucking bother because you're not going to do a good job. 
But see, you're saying you're you're making a lot of assumptions in that regard. Like you're, Am I? you're not going to do a good job. You are, yeah. You're not going to saying they're not going to do a good job. You absolutely don't know that. Like the the people who have not done a good job have been people who have rushed into it and have just wanted to capitalize on this cash cow idea. Mm-hmm. If someone puts the time and effort like Marvel has and fucking slow plays it over a decade, mm-hmm. I think that yes, you can. Yeah, absolutely, you can make it work again. I think but it's got to be it's got to be in the right context. It, it could absolutely happen again, but it has to be the perfect storm. It has to be the absolute perfect storm, or it has to be content that is episodic in nature, that is still enjoyable, and it has to okay. be something that has enough content that people can pull on. I, you could potentially do that with Star Wars, but man, I tell you what, I have I, my my interest in Star Wars has waned dramatically. Yeah. Like I just yeah. I'm like meh Star Wars anymore. I'm like meh. But I, I unf- and it's it makes me sad to say. Yeah, that. me too. I'm just like, oh, Marvel does it better. Um, but the thing is, it's just like, <laughs> and, and you're right because you know it's like we're gonna do the dark universe where Frankenstein and the Mummy are all connected. It's like fuck off, right? And and right. DC is like we've got to be Marvel, and they fuck that up. And God, yeah. even M Night Shyamalan's doing shared universes now. You right. know, I'm like, God, right, right. You know, does that need I, to happen? I, out of out of everyone who's tried it, DC had the best chance. Yeah, I just, because it still they makes they me really mad. like they had they had the best they had the best opportunity because they are the only other ones who have as deep of a well to go to when it comes to content. Yeah, because Marvel, like, keep in mind when Marvel did Iron Man, Iron Man wasn't a go to household superhero. No, he was, it was a, not he was one a, of their top. He was a C team hero. Yeah, and they made him into that Guardians of the Galaxy. No one fucking knew of them, and now they are like top fucking A list mm-hmm. uh, property for Marvel. Yeah. So DC again has the has they have a deep well that they can go to to pull out some very obscure superheroes and make it something amazing. But they just fucking rushed into it. Mm-hmm. There was no thought, no patience, no no planning. Dude, we live in a world where a Justice League movie only made six hundred and fifty million dollars worldwide. Right. I mean, right. that is a that is an atrocity. It is. Aquaman did better League than all of them. Re- Aquaman right. outgrossed everyone in the DC universe. Right. That's. And the thing is, like, the Justice League could have been like, it's a really good fucking cast of characters. You could do a you could do a compelling story with them if you did them right. Yeah, it's it's a fucking shame. It really is. It, it just. It, in a world where you have Batman v Superman, and they <clears throat> fucked it up, like you know what? Right. That actually, that's a perfect segue into something I wanted to talk about. Because all right, hit me. I was at the library the other day, and I saw Three Hundred, the comic by Frank Miller. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to check this out and I'm going to read it. It's a short one, right. no big deal. Pull it out, and I start reading it. I finish it within like thirty to forty-five minutes. It's a real quick read. And as I'm looking at it, I'm like, huh, what do you know? This dialogue is almost exactly what's in the movie. Okay, cool. What do you know? So many of these shots are exactly what's in the movie. I start thinking, you know what? Fuck Zack Snyder. Fuck this guy. I'll give you props for one thing, Zack Snyder. You were able to recreate what was on the page, but how dare you? How dare you in the marketing department laud you as a visionary director? Visionary my ass. You should give right. all that credit to Frank Miller because all he did was copy what was on the page and put it on film. And he did the same thing with Watchmen, <laughs> which was the next thing that yeah. he did. And yeah. when he had to tell an original story, he failed. <clears throat> what was his original story? The first one he did was a Sucker Punch. Ooh, yeah. And then he did Superman. And then he did Batman v Superman. And it's like when he had to actually tell a story, he didn't do a good job. Right. And so I, right. when I was I mean, reading I, that, I was getting so mad because I was like, "Motherfucker!" Like, right, right. There are I mean, literal scenes. All you scenes. did was figure out. There are literal scenes from the story. I'm like, you put that on the screen, and that's cool that yeah. you're able to recreate that. But I was like, Frank Miller should get all the credit for this. <laughs> I mean, all you did was put people in front of a green screen and literally had art behind that. Yes, the art from probably from the like it was. It, yeah, there's there's no. 
And pro- I mean, the, let's let's face it. You really didn't do it, Frank Miller. Your graphics team did it. Mm-hmm. Your cinematographer did it. Your like your team did it. It wasn't really even you that did it, per se. Yeah. So that just really upset me because. I don't know. I was just like reading the dialogue and I could hear it because I just recently watched the movie. I'm like, I know all this dialogue. You took it from there. And I'm sure someone would be like, well, that's the point of an adaptation is you're going to take the dialogue. I'm like, yeah, but Jesus, like this is the whole movie right here. Like he just, he literally looked at that and goes, I'm going to make a movie out of this. I'm like, okay. I mean, I don't know, you know, play devil's advocate. Am I an asshole for saying that? No. I mean, the thing is, no, like no. I, I, I want to I want to play devil's advocate, but I I can't like. It's cool as a so let's say you were a fan of the comic like you were you were oh my god this is so fucking awesome and then all of a sudden this comic was living and breathing on the screen in front of you you saw actors and you you saw it moving you mm-hmm. got to see the graphic novel come to life, in a way that would be really fucking cool. But to call the guy a visionary director. That is a, that's that's a very very high praise to lump onto this guy when all he did was literally take the art from a page and put it on film. And here's the thing, if he wasn't touted as a visionary, I'd probably let it go. But because right. I, they were just I remember, like, oh, he did a he did a great job recreating this graphic novel. It was amazing how well he recreated it. Because that's the thing is like I remember when I watched the trailer for Watchmen, it was like from the visionary director of Three Hundred comes. <laughs> The film that people thought, or the from the graphic beloved graphic novel that everyone thought was unfilmable, comes three hundred, and I'm like, God, damn it! Like, right? When I look back at that, I'm like, man, it, 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 there is something to be said for recreating something, especially like Watchmen. But somehow he made it boring. <laughs> yeah, no. Somehow <laughs> he made that story boring, and I was like, ugh. So. From a standpoint of just putting what was on paper and putting it on the screen, kudos. Um, but it's it just, and then you look at everything else, and I remember I didn't understand for a long time. People were like, ah, he's not a very good storyteller. I'm like, what do you mean? And then as I look back, I'm like, oh, I get it. When you don't have, which is sad because he had source material for Superman, had source material for, like, he had that stuff, like, just sitting around. Why didn't he yeah. just copy another fucking comic and put it on the screen? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I don't want no, I, I don't want to harp on him too bad because he is a human being and whatever and he's he's taking you know he's doing artistic stuff but th- that just bugs me. It's like from the visionary of three. You mean congrats to Frank Miller for giving you all of your material, the dialogue, the visuals. Yeah. He basically storyboarded it for you. You're welcome. <laughs> Literally, that's what it, he just took the he took the graphic novel and went great. My storyboard's done. He's like cool. I want to do this. And someone's like okay, here's some money. He's like cool. And we won't need much for locations because we're gonna do it on a green screen. Exactly. Yeah, I was watching. Speaking of which, I was watching the behind the scenes of uh, Sin City. Uh, view or Dame? Is it View to a Kill? Dame to a Kill? Dame to a Kill. Uh, uh, a, a, da- dame a Dame to Kill to for? Kill, sorry, a Dame to Kill for. Uh, I was trying to mesh it up with James Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was watching. I was watching behind the scenes of. Well, I just I searched. I think I just searched random behind the scenes footage, just because sometimes I like to just I like to see what happens on a yeah. movie set. And that came up, and I was like, "Oh, that, that'll be interesting to kind of see how they, how they did this all in front of a green screen." And it was just, I mean, awkward is the. It was. I realized like how good Sin City was, yeah, or how much I liked Sin City, and then how much I didn't like A Dame to Kill for. Yeah, I never saw A Dame and to Kill like, for. Oh, it got really bad reviews. And I was like, yeah, "This is another case of something that came out way past what yep, should what, you didn't what it should have anything." <laughs> and then, did you ever see The Spirit? Oh, dude, uh, I heard horrible things about that movie. So here's the thing. I have never walked out of a movie in my life. That movie, I was the closest I've ever been. I was. I, I, had, I turned to the person I was I was with, and I went, do you just want to go? And they were like, I I would. I was like, it was at the time where we were still young enough to where like, we paid the 10 bucks. Yeah. We may as well get our money's worth. What was so now, bad about if it? if I was sitting in that? What what, so what, what, oh, what drove you to that point to almost want to walk out? Oh, dude. Um, that's a good question because it's been – when did it come out? It came out uh, 2008, so it's been 10 years. And I think I saw it when it came out. So, man, I can't remember to be God, to, to be honest. Um, you can't remember to be God? None of us can. To, <laughs> I always forget to be God. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think what it was, if memory serves, the story felt very disjointed. 
Like it, it the 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 dialogue was corny and not like noir corny, mm-hmm. but just bad. I remember watching it going, I don't believe any of these actors and this is just trying to basically capitalize on what Sin City did. Yeah. Like it was it felt very much like it was just trying to it was almost more graphic novelly than Sin City. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it looked more animated. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the style of Sin City. It was really cool. It was interesting. The stories were very dark and cynical. Like one of my favorite ones was the one with Bruce Willis where he convinces uh, Jessica Alba's character, Nancy, to go. He's like, don't worry. I got this. You need to get out of here. She's like, I'm not leaving without you. He's like, no, I've got to go and collect evidence, and we're going to shut this guy down, so you got to get out of here. And then there's a voiceover. He goes, yeah, we're going to put that guy behind bars, and then maybe when I'm done, I'll go punch out God. Like, just... <laughs> You know, and he basically shoots himself. He's like, I killed I killed this guy's son. I killed off his future, and now he's going to try and take everything away. So the only way that I'm going to beat him is if I kill myself right now. And so he shoots himself. I'm like, God damn, that's dark, and it's awesome. Such a travesty, yeah. I was like, that's so awkward. The part where, uh, um, what's his name? He plays Marv uh, and uh, the big burly oh, dude. Um, oh, Christ, what's his Why name? Why can't I remember his um, name? Mickey Rourke. Yeah, Mickey Rourke, and his character goes and does all those, you know, just basically rampages through everything, kills a high priest and stuff like that. He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. getting in the electric chair, and they zap him, and they go and check him. He's like, he like coughs up blood. He's like, is that all you got, you pussies? <laughs> Before he gets electrocuted to death, I'm like, this is dark, and I love it. Uh, everything I, about he, it was cool. Yeah, man, Mickey Rourke is uh, in that movie. He was fantastic. I, I mean, he, I don't know what happened to him. Just in life, but in that movie, man, he he really he really brought it in that movie. Well, that's what I loved about it is, is the style in that movie was perfect. It was really well done. Um, it, it was beautiful, black and white, and, and everything. And even how it bookended the film with uh, Josh Hartnett being the assassin, you know, in the beginning. That's how the movie starts. He finds a woman atop, yes. and then he kills her. And at the very end, you see him again, and he just sort of bookends the movie. And you're like, oh shit! Like it was very very well done. I loved it. Everything. Everything. About it. Everything makes a circle. Yeah. yeah, it was so well done. And then you know when it came to the spirit, it's funny because you're the second person. My brother went to see it. and He goes, I walked out. He said he walked it, out. Really? And I was like, oh wow. And no one has ever told me it's a good movie. And I mean, rightfully yeah. so. I think it was one of the most critically uh, lambasted films. It was just so bad. But I remember seeing a trailer. I'm like, ooh, this movie looks cool. Uh, but I didn't know what. Well, that's the thing. That's why I went because I was like, oh yeah, okay, like I can dig, I can dig this style, I can dig this. Yeah, it looked interesting. It looks kind of noirish, and it seemed like all this guy did his secret power was he just got laid. That's all it seemed like. You know, <laughs> he was able to do is just get have sex. Well, you see, Ava Mendez's butt, mm-hmm. which that's awesome. You know, Sam Jackson. I think he had a lisp in it, so there's that. Um, you know, he had a lisp in The Kingsman. You ever seen that movie? Oh, wait, maybe maybe I'm thinking of that. That always bothered me. I'm like, that's such a weird character choice that he, he gave himself I, a lisp. Yeah. I was like, ah, I don't like it. But, okay. Uh, current, currently, the spirit sits at 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Woo, all right. That's better than Avatar. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> the Last Airbender. <laughs> um, woof. Because um, fuck that movie. Yeah, I still have not gotten the courage to watch it. Even that I know, even when I know it's going to be bad, I just can't do it because I love, I love the cartoon so much. I just can't watch that train yeah. wreck. I've heard nothing but terrible <laughs> things about it. I I'm interested. I am just kind of jumping ahead and looking at uh, some of the stuff coming out this summer, and I don't want to go over it now. I think we should save uh, the summer, the summer rundown uh, for a, a future episode, uh, maybe in a couple weeks. But um, I didn't realize some of these movies were coming out this summer. Like what? This is very some well, we'll, okay. we'll save it. We'll, Fair we'll save it. We'll save it. But I uh I'm just looking through the list. I'm just like, "Holy shit. Okay, I didn't realize there's a few of these I didn't even realize were being made." So I'm mm. very very interested to get your take on on what uh what this look what the summer uh blockbusters are going to look like. Well, I want to bring this back around. And I want to talk to you. I want to I want to say coming back to Avengers Endgame. From what we've seen so far. And again, okay. the the small bits. The thing that I really loved about the the Super Bowl trailer was again. It was just like you just hear like th- these like almost seems like claps as it's like going through, and you see um, you know Cap like I think you called an AA meeting. <laughs> he was sitting in an AA meeting. Yeah, he looks very angry and frustrated. You see uh, Iron Man and Nebula working on a spacecraft. Like people are like looks like they're 
the first trailer was very sad and somber. People like just dealing with what's there. And then this one seemed like people are gearing up and they're taking action or they're getting ready yep. to do stuff. And one of my favorite moments is right before it cuts to the to the title screen, it shows Cap and he's like his hands kind of shaking and he pulls the yep. leather on his shield tight. And then it's like boom. And I'm like <sighs> I forget I, at this point I've seen enough times I should know better, but he's like some people, you know, can't do anything. He's like, but not us. He's like, right. not us. And it shows them like slowly walking like they're going to go do something. I'm like, fuck. It's so exciting. Um, so my question. I, I, I will say that that leather strap pull yeah. was pretty fucking badass. And that's what I love about it. It's so minimal. And yet I can get excited yeah. because you we realize what's at stake here. Like what's at stake is that we have all these characters that are gone and we know that some of them are coming back and we know some of them are going to be gone forever. And you're like, how are they going to do it? And right. I don't, I just don't need to see anything more. But my question to you is what do you think is going to happen? What do you think they're going to do to save everyone? What do you think is going to happen? Well, without seeing cap, uh, captain Marvel, because mm-hmm. I feel like we're gonna learn a little something in yeah. Captain Marvel about about some things, but I would say <clears throat> I, I still think that my initial guess of Scott Lang is going to enter. It's going to be something to do with the quantum realm. I feel okay. like he's going to go back down into the quantum realm because obviously he got out of there somehow, and I feel like maybe he came back with some sort of knowledge of okay. something that he's like, guys, I found I found this thing. And I think this thing might be able to help us, and uh, so I think they're going to be. I think they're going to use the quantum realm. My my guess would be that they're going to enter the soul stone. I still yes. think they're going to go inside the soul stone. Yes, I think you're right. Well, they have to do something with that too, because that's where all the souls are. So right, right. Um, the question is obviously because, and here's the better question: Do you think Gamora is coming back? I again, I cannot imagine them killing off Gamora for good just based off of the fact that first off how how strong the the character was to the story mm-hmm. uh to two guardians of the galaxy itself and then also just the fact that right now people are clamoring for more women in Hollywood I just I understand that you can't sacrifice your story to you know if your story calls for someone to get killed off and that someone is uh, one of the female characters then that that happens like you can't not have that happen, you know, just because you don't want to piss people off. But at the same time, I just think that character is too integral to the story to to not have her. I think she's the only one of the quote unquote permanent deaths that's going to be reversed. I don't yeah. uh, Loki. I don't think Loki's coming back. No, he's gone. I don't think um, Heimdall's coming back. Oh, I don't think God uh, bless him. who was God's bless. Who was another man. permanent death? There was another permanent death that I can't remember. Um, Oh, Vision. I don't think Vision's coming back. Well, here's the thing. There's going to be a uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision TV show. Right. Yeah. And did Paul Betty, did he sign up for I it? I think so. There's going to okay. be a Loki TV show. Because I know Elizabeth Olsen did. There's going to be a Loki TV show, but I think it's going to be like young Loki. So I thought Tom Hiddleston but he, uh, signed up for it. I think he's going to be doing the voiceover for it. Oh, got it. Okay. All right. Um, um, so I think, I, think, uh, I think Gamora will come back. I think she's the only the the quote unquote permanent death that will come back. Um, I think that Captain Marvel will use some sort of cosmic mm-hmm. power and pair that with Scott Lang's ability to enter the quantum realm. And I think that's they're gonna fuck with that somehow. I think I'm not 100 yeah. percent convinced that Thanos isn't in the Soul Stone himself. It's a fair point too, right? I mean, well, here's the thing. I mean, because we see him teleport away after Thor, you know, throws his uh, axe into his chest. So, right, you don't know where he teleported to. Though. True, it's um, a fair point, but I don't know. I my thing is like, I just hope that they don't cheapen anyone's deaths. That's why if someone's like the fan theory is like Loki's still alive, he's actually Bruce Banner. I was like, dude, that would ruin his sacrifice. That would absolutely <laughs> ruin his sacrifice. It would totally. Yeah demean that moment that Thor had. Right. It would ruin everything if that were the case. You're like, Asgard's just fine. Just kidding. Right. Solter didn't destroy it. It's like, fuck off. So for me, it's like... They're all on this other ship. <laughs> this thing with, with Gamora was so powerful, and if she is just brought back because... Because... Uh, here's the thing. 
she died in order for Thanos to get the Soul Stone, right? Right, right. So that's why I'm thinking because he didn't, but she shows up in the Soul Stone at the end. So her, right, her exactly. soul is there. So I, I think it's possible that she can be rescued in that sort of regard. But I'd be like, part of me is like, man, that'd be pretty ballsy to right. well, not bring also, her back. I mean, the root to not bring her back. You think? I think it'd be really ballsy to do that because there, Marvel hasn't taken a lot of risks with killing characters. I'm not saying they have to go True. Game of Thrones here, but <laughs> um, I mean, and, and I mean to be fair, I mean Cap's done, Iron Man's done. I mean, Hulk, Thor, I mean, I don't know. Right, so I think that's something to consider is that the Russo said that, I think when one of the interviews, one of the Russo brothers said, fans are going to have to make their peace with the fact that some of the characters are not coming. Like, Because yeah. a lot of people were like, oh, but they're just going to bring them back, right? And the Russos were like, no, you guys have to understand, there's a few of these characters we are not bringing back, yeah. period. And you're going to have to be okay with that. Because they ain't coming back. Yeah, I think Cap and Iron Man are definitely shoe-ins for not coming back. But I, Thor and well, Hulk, I'm not sure. Is, right. Well, I think the thing is, too, it's not we not focusing on the people who already died, but I think we are going to lose. Oh, 100%. We may get some people back, but I think we will lose others. For some uh, reason, I'm like of the mind that the original Avengers are going to sacrifice themselves to bring people back. Either it's like a trade. It's trading sure. their souls sure, sure. for something like that, and in doing so, they bring people back. And then you're going to see the creation of a new Avengers, ideally led yep. by Black Panther or Captain Marvel or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And my my thing is, you know, I used to think... Or Wolverine. Fucking Wolverine. Fat, slow Wolverine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whatever. I'm sure a bunch of people are like, I like Wolverine. I'm like, that's fine. He's just... I don't know. The more that I, I watch Wolverine stuff, the more I'm like, he's kind of overrated. Kind of overrated. Just saying. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm excited. I can't wait, and I want to. I want to. I want you to make a pledge to me, Justin. All, All right. right. I need All you. Right. I need you to do this, and this goes to anyone out there that's listening. If another Endgame trailer is released, I need you to convince me not to watch it. You need to immediately call me or get in touch with me, like Doug. This is an intervention. Don't do it because I really, really, really don't want to. But twice now. When it's been presented to me, I've immediately watched it. So, I have so here's to, the thing: I, I'll, I will watch it, and I will tell you not to watch. Thank it. you, thank you. Yes. Please, please help me because I think this is a rare opportunity for me to walk into this, and I think I will enjoy it more if I don't. Because again, I watched the Infinity Trailer so many goddamn times. I'm like, oh, that's Titan. That's when they're gonna fight him, and they're gonna like. I just remember. I remembered. What women want, okay? I'm going to remember the details to a to ah. degree that is not good and is sometimes like spoiled it for me, even though in the moment I'm like, that's fine. Like, I'm, I know that. I'm like, oh, I see the scenery. Right. I know what's going to happen here, and I need to stop that. While I don't study trailers as hard as, as hardcore as you do, uh, I definitely, there have, there has yet to be a movie that I've gone in where I've, because like Sam, Sam did brilliantly. Uh, completely avoided all trailers and knew nothing of any of it when he went in to see Infinity. God War. bless that man. And I don't, and I don't know how he did it, but I realize I've never done that for something before. Now, and again, I don't, I don't study him to the degree of I probably couldn't call things out like you could because when you you get into a trailer, you get into a trailer. I break that but shit down. I, yeah, but I still watch it a lot, and so uh, I, I think I might try to make the same pledge as you. Yeah, let's let's keep each other honest. Let's make the pledge here and now on Mind Gap Podcast, episode 182. We will not watch another trailer if it comes out. That's true. And if we do end up watching the trailer, then we are forced to enter into the ultimate of punishments. And that is a throwdown. That's the throwdown. And for the record, we will be able to share the trailer, but we just won't watch it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you guys all can <laughs> we watch it, but it. we won't watch be it. doing it. Yeah, uh, we'll share it. We encourage you to click on it, but don't watch it. Click on it to help our metrics, but do not watch it because you've joined the pledge with us. Yes, there you go. Uh, so today, uh, today's trailer. Remember, I said last week we were going to bring back one of the one of the individuals and pair them with uh, who I thought might be a better uh, a better foe for them. Okay. Right. So 
last week we had Freddy Krueger versus Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And uh, Freddy Krueger came out on top. So we're going to keep him in the throwdown arena. Okay. And he is going to go up against Morpheus, a.k.a. Dream, oh! a.k.a. The Sandman. I was like, you mean the dude from The Matrix? Uh, Freddy Krueger. You're damn right. <laughs> Lawrence fucking Fishburne, baby. Uh, machines. <laughs> a- a.k.a. Onerios. Onerios. Uh, ooh. Well, um, I think I'm going to have to give this one to Dream because he's an endless and he controls Dreams, which I would also think believe, tend to believe that he created Freddy Krueger to some degree or allows him to exist. <laughs> and you know what? I wonder I wonder if that's the case because he, he is the god of the dream world. And just like he made the Corinthian in the, in, the, in the Sandman comics and he found him and unmade him and then remade him, he's the character that has teeth for eyes. And he like right, 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 right. He made him as a nightmare, and he escaped him when he was in when uh, Dream was in in prison. And then he's like, he tracked right. him down. He's like, yeah, I remade you a lot of times. I'm gonna remake you again because you done fucked up, son. Direct right. quote. <laughs> um, so I think in this regard, I mean, if, if you're that's like that's like me saying, you know, I'm pretty good with playing backyard football. I bet I could go out there and and, and play a game against Tom Brady. You know, I'm sure I'd be fine. I'm like. Tom, Brady's Tom like, Brady didn't invent. Tom Brady didn't invent the game of football. Though. Uh, I'd say he perfected it. So um, you know, he'd be like, "I can do this." And he's like, "Okay, I guess if you want to come out to this stadium where I play, and we'll play a game of football, and we'll see how right. I do against you." And I feel like, but let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Does does Dream Dream? I, was gonna, I knew that was coming. Does Dream? I don't think he does. I don't think he sleeps. Okay. So, so you don't think he, huge don't advantage think he dream. partakes of his own you don't you don't think he partakes of his own reality. I don't think so. I don't think um any of the endless sleep. They don't have to. They're different eternal beings. True, but the endless aren't truly endless because don't they have a life cycle? They don't necessarily have a life cycle, but they can um have different iterations because obviously, spoiler alert, something happens to dream in the series. You know, and just destruction actually that's the same thing with um Delirium. It's just Delirium was originally Delight, and she got changed right. to Delirium. Uh, Destruction walked away from his job. I think he just was like, "I'm going to chop wood now." I think Despair is the second iteration of Despair. So they can, through very arcane ways, be destroyed or defeated. Um, I don't think Freddy Krueger is the guy that's going to be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Old druggy McBurn face scratchy fingers. I don't think he's got any uh any hope against Dream who's just, who's taken down demons. Side note, little known fact, that was the original title of the screenplay. <laughs> was Druggy McBurn face scratchy, scratchy fingers. fingers. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> so you don't think you don't think that Freddy Krueger uh can pop it cuz he he manipulates dreams too. He can control dreams. It's very similar. So you don't think that he would? You don't think he could uh, pull his uh, mind fuckery? That's cool. You know, you and I are what we can we can add some stuff together, right? But when we talk to Velucci, are we are we talking the same language when he talks math? <laughs> no. Why you got to bring math? And, into and it, that's Doug? a mild comparison. I mean, we could go. Why you got to bring math? Why you got to bring it? math in this motherfucking place again? Um, you know, sure we could take a shot at it, but uh, we're not going to compete. You know, Freddie's like, hey, I live in your dreams. Dream goes, I don't dream. He's like, ah. He's like, uh-oh. He's like, so I live in my dream? What am I? He's like, ah, he's I like, got these fingers. He's like, I made a guy with teeth for eyes, and then I killed him, and I made him again. I'll do the same thing to you. It'd be funny if the Sandman went, what are you? You're the newest iteration of the Corinthian, yeah. and you're about to get remade again. You know what? I was drunk, and uh, I was mad at this girl. See Seemed like a good idea at the time. Uh, I might have made a mistake. My faux pas. It's like, Seriously. you're really fucking up people's lives, and I want nightmares. I don't want people to actually die in this sleep, so go fuck yourself. I'm going to take care I of you. I don't know what you have. I don't know what you have against Elm Street, Mr. Kruger, but uh, my, that shit's kind of My scary. grand vision for you was to be more than just one local street, and you really are hanging on to it. It's just, it's not working out. This is going in your you file. You supposed to. <laughs> You were supposed to be a national franchise, yeah. Not a local, not a local delight. Yeah, you know, and you just, you know, you found your wheelhouse. You stuck to it. You've lost somehow. You've come back. I don't know. I didn't think I gave you re- reviving powers, but you're doing it. <laughs> I don't know. 
But I don't know. I don't know who you bought those from. Look, you had a good run, kid. You had a good run. All right. It, Time to go hit the showers. Uh, you're done. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm pulling you out. I might make you again. Uh, maybe I won't have you look like a scrotum next time. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> so, snaps his fingers and he just goes and disappears. So, dream, dream for, the win. for the win. Dream for the win. That was a He's fun so one. Dreamy. That was really fun. Thank you for that, Justin. Even, even though there was no contest whatsoever, it was still fun. It was still fun. It was just, yeah, it's like, hey, I want my cousin. He was uh, he was a, a D2 All-American. I want to see him go up against Indomitian Sioux. You know, it's like, okay, I mean, you're going to lose. But uh, I'm not sure I'm not sure of half the words you said in that sentence. <laughs> I just cast a spell on you. <laughs> I, I feel it. I feel things are rumbling, and I don't like it. All right, cool. Uh, so, Justin, you got anything you want to promote this week? Anything you want to, uh, uh, yeah, promote, <laughs> recommend? That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> um, yeah, did I? I feel like I already promoted this a while ago. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, did I? No, you didn't, but I've heard about it. All right, so then I'm going to promote The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Fantastic movie. Highly recommended. It's on Netflix. Um, it is by the Coen Brothers. It's the first time they've do- dove into the digital realm. Usually they do film, mm-hmm. and this time this is their first. This is their first. Um, they're playing with digital. Interesting. Told in multiple. I can't remember. It's an anthology story. I think they call it. So it's one one cohesive. Or it's one movie told in. Sorry, it's eight different stories told in one movie with like one thread of a through line that that connects them all. Cool. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's really good. That's awesome. Yeah, there was something else, but I can't fucking remember now. Fuck it, can't recommend it if you don't know it. So season two of The Punisher. Yeah. Uh, brutal. I'm sure it is. And probably the last season because probably. the way that Netflix is going. Yep. Womp womp. Uh, what do you got? I'd say if you get a chance and you want to see, you know, uh, the movie 300, but written out on a page and storyboarded, I'd recommend Frank Miller's uh, 300 by the same name, the titular uh, 300. Um, the moist titular, the moist titular, uh, three hundred comic. It's a quick read. It's really good. Um, it's you can see where everything came from, and it's Genesis. It was fun. I really liked it a lot. It was really good. So you can check that out at your local library or online. I got mine at the library. That? Oh, that's what it was. Mm. The death of Stalin. Oh, have you seen that? Fucking hysterical. It looked ridiculously amazing. It it is so. It might be one of the funniest movies I've seen in a while. I remember seeing it going like, I need to write that one down because that looks interesting. Yes, I will very much. If you have Showtime right I now, do. it is on Showtime. Nice. Uh, definitely go check it out. It is very very funny. Um, not what you think when you're going into it, but it it's very good. Nice, very yeah. nice. All right, gang. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We always appreciate you. Uh, please. Look us up on Facebook. Find our page there. Also look for us on Twitter and Instagram at MindGapPodcast. And shoot us an email, MindGapPodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think about these movies. Let us know what you think about Endgame, what you think about Zack Snyder, you know, Freddy versus Dream. Were we right? Were we wrong? I don't know. Let us know. And then also find Justin online as well. That's right. Instagram and Twitter. It's at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the all-man realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are sold. And you can review us. You can subscribe to us. You can rate us. You can share us around. It's the things we ask you to do every week, and it makes us feel all the feels, and we thank you for it. And then 2East8th.com slash MindGap and 2East8th.com slash The Best Bar Podcast Ever. It's the other podcast to do every Monday with Mila Stavanovich. It's about the food and beverage industry, and it's, uh, it's cool. It's cool. Thank you all for listening, and we shall see you next week. Okay, super fun time. Ha-ha. MindGap Podcast.